Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters again. And uh, for this part of the show, we're going to talk about fat. How about that? And, and that, I mean, good fats versus bad fats. Good fats that make you feel better versus fats causing depression, heart disease, and even skinny people need to know their fats. Well, there's two fats you really, really should try to avoid as much as you can. One is called trans fats, which we'll talk about, and the other one's called polyunsaturated fats, which, again, we'll go into the details of where they are, how to avoid them, just a little bit of a rundown on so you can learn that we were all taught all fat was bad when I was younger. That's just not true. In the realm of fats, the two types I mentioned definitely should be limited in your diet. Uh, First, trans fats. Trans fats are a synthetic type of fat found in margarine, shortening, fried foods and french fries, fried chicken, donuts, cookies, pastries, crackers, any of that kind of thing. Anything that contains hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oil also contains trans fats. Trans fat poses various serious health risks. It raises your body's level of bad cholesterol, we call that LDL, while scrubbing away the good cholesterol, commonly called HDL, that keeps your arteries clean and clear. Your arteries can become clogged, making them inflexible, which eventually can lead to strokes and even heart attacks. Trans fat can also increase triglycerides and inflammation, a direct link to an increased risk of both diabetes and a number of different heart problems and diseases. While many food manufacturers have removed trans fats from popular processed foods in recent years, there's a kind of a little labeling catch you should know about. The FDA allows food manufacturers to round to zero any ingredient that accounts for less than the half a gram per serving. So while a product may claim to be trans fat free, it can legally contain up to a half a gram per serving. Not, not for the size, but per serving. While this may seem just like a little insignificant amount, over time it accumulates. It's not something your body rids itself easily of, so that small fraction starts to add up, especially if you eat two or three or four servings of that quote-unquote zero trans-fat-free product. That's really not a true statement. So a good rule of thumb. Trans-fat is formed whenever hydrogen is added to a vegetable oil. It's a process that's always for years been known as hydrogenization. So, if a food label lists hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated fat or oil, it contains trans fats, period, at some level. Even if the label has a zero, uh, my recommendation is just avoid that food. There's better things for you out there, and and you have a lot of other options. As a matter of fact, the National Academy of Sciences just did a new panel in the last year and actually ruled that trans fats are so dangerous, the only safe level is zero. So it could not set a safety daily limit intake level. Rather, they recommend that people consume as little trans fat as possible, zero if you can attain it. The second fat you should always be aware of is refined polyunsaturated fats from vegetable oils. Now here you may have been expecting me to say saturated fats as the second dietary villain, but 
Polyunsaturated fats are actually what you should look out for even more so than just saturated fat. Polyunsaturated fats, they're omega-6 fats incidentally, which are found in things a bunch, but I'll name some, soybean oil, canola oil, safflower, cottonseed, sunflower oil, corn oil, that whole group actually are kind of typically described as heart healthy. They may help to reduce cholesterol levels and reduce your risk of heart disease, but they're often super highly processed and, and quite perishable. They just don't have any, for lack of a better term in everyday language, shelf life. These fats easily become rancid, and rancid fats contribute to oxidative stress, two fancy words here, and damaging free radicals in your body. Further, when polyunsaturated fats are eaten in excess, and incidentally, that is very common here in a typical American diet, they can lead to the formation of excess prostanoids, which in layman's terms are just chemicals that increase inflammation in our bodies. One recently published peer-reviewed study found that people with more omega-6s in their blood compared to omega-3 fats, that's the good one, we'll talk about that in a little bit, were more likely to suffer from depression and have high levels of inflammation-promoting substances like tumor necrosis and things that uh, kind of let your body not be quite as in balance as if your omega-3 and omega-6 fats were in reverse order than what most of us have. So it just increases your risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, Surprisingly, they've learned, this is part of the new study, arthritis, and there's some other diseases that it contributes to. Well, let's change it a little bit. Let's talk good side instead of bad side. Which fats are really kind of your friends? Which are really better for you? And this is the part that when I was young, all fats were considered bad, and that's just not true. While you should strive to reduce trans fats and polyunsaturated fats from, from refined vegetable oils in your diet, the following fats I'll talk about a little bit should become a regular part of a healthy diet for you if you just watch and, and learn where they come from. The first one is omega-3 fats, found in fish and fish oils and also some plants. Excellent for your heart. They're anti-inflammatory and make blood way less likely to clot inside your arteries. Prevent erratic heart rhythms and I happen to have that part of the time in my life, and prevent cholesterol from becoming damaged or oxidized. Omega-3 fats have also been found to reduce the risk of a, a number of other health conditions, including, strangely enough, macular degeneration, Alzheimer's disease, strokes, certain types of cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, and there's actually a list of, of even smaller ones, but we won't list them all here. While consuming omega-3 fats, it's important to be sure you're getting some in an animal-based form as opposed to only plant-based found like, for instance, in flax seeds. Flax seeds are rich, okay, in ALA they call it, alpha-linolenic acid, a type of omega-3 fat, while the omega-3 fats in fish oil, cod liver oil, and krill oil are called DHA, and there's also one that you don't hear much about called EPA, just they're both good acids. It's these latter two they, that form the omega-3 acids in general that seem to be responsible for most of the benefits, such as helping to prevent heart disease, cancer, diabetes, depression, and again, Alzheimer's and, and a few of the other 
maladies we may suffer from if we don't watch our diets. Let's go back to flaxseed because I have taken, I have a lot of friends that, that really believe in it. Okay. There is an ALA, there's the one kind of acid that can be sort of converted to EPA, which is the one that really, really helps with your heart and things. When it's converted, it's, it's got benefits, just similar to what might be in fish. However, only a very small percentage actually gets converted. Your body just doesn't have the capability of being very efficient with converting those oils. Don't get me wrong, I'm not really against flax seeds. But in order to receive the same benefits of the omega-3 in fish oil, cod liver oil, or krill oil, you would need to take a heck of a lot of flax seeds. This is the drawback to consuming omega-3s in plant form. Even though flax seeds are often, to me, I think somewhat misleadingly, thought of as a superior form of omega-3 fat. They're just not as complete as some of the other sources of omega-3 oil. Most everyone agrees that monosaturated fats, that's the kind found in one of my favorites, avocados, olive oil, seeds, and nuts, are generally exceptionally healthy and should definitely be included in your diet. Increasing these foods that contain healthy fats help to raise your HDL levels, but without harming your total cholesterol. Monosaturated fats can help reduce bad cholesterol levels in your blood and lower your risk of heart disease and even strokes. They also provide nutrients to help develop and maintain healthy body cells. Monosaturated fats are also typically high in vitamin E, an antioxidant vitamin that most Americans need more of. Now let's get into a moment of controversy. The health benefits or lack thereof of saturated fats is probably one of the most hotly debated topics among conventional and even alternative medicine practitioners. There was a study done a number of years ago. It came out in a book called The Cholesterol Myths. But after a number of years, other studies came out and it, and it was exactly the opposite. And they found out that the doctor that wrote the book, his name was Ansel Keys, he was very famous at the time, actually cherry-picked the countries he used, cherry-picked what they did and didn't eat, and sort of made the book fit what he thought was true. Now, contrary to that, many experts actually believe that saturated fats are really good for you. They're necessary for energy, hormone production, and cellular membranes, among other biological functions. And the current most up-to-date information now says your diet should contain at least 25% of fat as saturated fat. Folks, that's your butter, your cheese, and some of your animal products that we've been told to avoid. That's just not at least what current science shows us. And some newer studies show low-fat diets may actually cause heart disease and depression. They did a study on 49,000 women, some that were naturally ate fat, some that were put on low-fat diets. At the end of the study, there was no appreciable difference in, a, in heart attacks, strokes, breast cancer, colon cancer. It didn't make any difference one way or the other. Okay, that, that if they were on the fat diet, didn't hurt. And if they got all the way off the fat diet, it didn't help. Furthermore, a new study presented by the American Dietetic Association a few years back actually revealed that replacing saturated fat in your diet with carbohydrates actually increases your risk of heart disease. So, so we've been saying high carb, low fat. That's probably not a true statement as we learn, learn more and more about it.
So to sort of wrap this up, it's just very important that your diet includes plenty of healthy fats if you want to stay optimally healthy and protect your heart. You can also get most healthy fats by eating a wide range of animal foods, listen to that, fish, olive oil, nuts, seeds, and avocado. Now, some people do take a supplement. I have found a supplement. I'm not giving you names. I'm not selling anything. There's a few supplements for krill oil and fish out there that have been certified as mercury-free. That's the only caution I'd look out for if I were going to go buy fish oils as a supplement. Thanks for staying tuned. Organic Matter.